0: Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. With the growing cost of living, we'd all love to pay less income tax. So why is there a growing number of people arguing against the so-called Stage 3 tax cuts? Today, the host of Radio National Breakfast, Patricia Carvelis, explains the biggest shake-up to income tax in decades and how the wealthier you are, the better you'll do. Okay, we're going to be talking about Stage 3 tax cuts, which is a phrase we're hearing a lot about
1: at the moment. Just, I'm so glad that your podcast is trying to get to the bottom of Stage 3 because even the fact that we call it Stage 3 is so meaningless to people. If you're listening to this podcast, you are right to think, stop it, journalist. That It means nothing.
0: Okay, before we go there, I think it would be good to have a reminder... Of how our tax system currently works, because let's face it, it confuses most of us, including me, most of the time. And it's been tinkered with over the years, but right now we have five tax brackets. That's
1: right, five. So in the lowest bracket, you can earn up to $18,200 and pay no tax. The second bracket is when you earn up to $45,000. And at that rate, in that pay group, you pay $0.19 cents tax on that income, you know, a dollar. The third is if you're earning up to $120,000. So now you're in this sort of six-figure salary and you pay thirty-two point five. A dollar. The fourth uh, is if you're earning up to one hundred and eighty thousand, and you're paying thirty-seven cents a dollar. And then uh, there's the big tax bracket, and that one hundred and eighty thousand plus. And you're paying a lot, a lot of tax, forty five percent for the dollar. So, and that, that, you know, and you you keep that increment for your amount, and then on the next dollar, as you go up, you go into the different brackets. That's how it works. This is complicated, but it's known, sort of, in terms of economics, as a progressive tax system, where obviously lower income earners pay less tax. And let's face it. We all think we pay too much tax, which
0: I'm sure we do. So those numbers, that's all in today's dollars, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and that creates a problem in the tax system uh, over time. Mm, And how, how so? Well, basically because of inflation and wage rises. It's known as bracket creep. It's called the stealth tax, the sneaky way to claw back the federal deficit. What, bracket creep? Is this something to do with AFL? So the idea is if you don't tinker with the brackets, if you don't reform those brackets, and and more and more people end up creeping. That's why it's called bracket creep. They creep into those brackets because, as I say, inflation, you know, sort of even moderate wage rises, push them into those tax brackets and they end up paying over time more tax. So it basically distorts the tax system and a growing share of people pay more taxes to the government. The issue is taxation is obviously bigger than just income tax. Income tax is part of it. The, the big debate is why are we relying so much on individual workers to pay tax rather than looking at the whole system? So we're getting rid of bracket creep. Bracket creep is a, is, is a thief.
0: Mm, OK, so these stage three tax cuts, they're trying to fix that bracket creep,
1: Yeah, essentially, but they're also trying to sort of collapse the structures in our our tax system. So when we talk about stage three tax cuts, we're talking about the third and final part of the three-stage change to the tax system that was legislated by the former coalition government in 2018. Tonight, I can announce that we will go even further. $158 billion of tax relief for hard-working Australians. This is the last stage of a big tax reform project, um, so there have been other stages. So at the time, the changes were framed as fixing bracket creep but also doing something um, much more radical because they were trying to overhaul the tax the income tax system. So instead of five brackets, we could have four collapsing the system. Now, those who didn't like it said, well, hang on a minute, you're getting rid of the progressive nature of our tax system, that point I was making about... The more you earn, the more tax you pay. But the the government at the time uh, argued strongly against that and said this is about simplifying the tax system to we creating more incentives. We're saying bracket creep is something that that robs Australians of the extra hours, the extra overtime, uh, the pay rise uh, that they, they would hopefully get um, in a strengthening economy. And we're saying that for your entire working life at the end of this plan, you will never face bracket creep again for most working Australians. Uh, but Managed but to get changes through the parliament with the support of the Labor Party at the time, the coalition did, the Labor Party raised objections, but ultimately voted for it, right? So they they made political points, but they didn't want to get wedged on tax. They didn't want to be seen. This is really key to, to understanding all the history here. They didn't want to be seen to be voting against people getting a tax cut because that was seen as political poison. Okay, so there are
0: three stages to this tax reform that was brought in by Scott Morrison and, as you say, eventually supported by the Labor Party. We've already had two of the stages and they were mostly targeted at low- and middle-income earners. So let's move now to stage three. Let's focus on that. And this stage is the most controversial.
1: Yeah, it is because it's all about people on higher incomes And it costs a lot of money to the budget. So stage three is due to begin in 2024, as I say, already legislated, and it costs a whopping $18 billion a year. And this dramatically essentially flattens the tax scales by abolishing, getting rid of that 37% tax scale. So once stage three is in place, there there would be just four tax brackets instead of the, the five we have today it's very much in line with the coalition's view on tax, which is that we should be paying fewer taxes. That is really their ideological and philosophical view, and it's consistently their view. The, the top tax bracket would be for those earning above $200,000 a year and they'd pay 45 cents in the dollar. Anyone earning between 45 and 200 would pay 30 cents uh, for a dollar. So some people in that bracket will be paying around 15% less tax than they currently are, essentially. And then it goes down from there. So it costs the budget a lot. That's in foregone gone revenue is the sort of terminology that's used in, in that world. That's money that currently is collected in taxes that will no longer be able to be collected in taxes. And this comes at a really key time when the budget is in, in structural deficit, where we're expecting more and more money to be spent on things like health and the National Disability Insurance Scheme, and yet we're trying to collect less tax.
0: And it's a human humongous amount of money. They're estimating it's going to be worth two hundred and fifty-four billion dollars over 10 years. Yeah, it is. So these changes, as you've said, they've already passed the parliament with support of Labor. But now people are really questioning if they should go ahead, aren't they? Yeah.
1: And and the voices opposing it are pretty diverse, actually. So you've got key senators, people like David Pocock, who's a key vote in the Senate. We're telling thousands and thousands of Australians that, sorry, we simply can't give you more support at the same time that we have some very generous tax concessions for Australians who potentially don't need all that support. You've got the Greens who've been opposed to it for a long period of time, but of course a crucial voting block in so the, the, the Senate as well. When you look at where that money is going, what the Parliamentary Budget Office tells us is that this will... Uh effectively
0: turbocharge inequality
1: then you've got uh, key civil society society groups uh, unions uh, think tanks uh, all as we have a debate about cost of living um, wages not keeping up with inflation people really struggling interest rate rises the list goes on as we all have been discussing in the media and i think in normal households it's the number one talking you know conversation that i'm having all the time that's where the growing calls for revisit that the stage three tax cuts have come from. And the government, this is the interesting parts of the politics, you get the sense, Sam, that they want those calls to grow, but equally they're too scared to go there. Right. So you don't think the
0: government will touch these tax cuts because, you know, they promised during the election campaign they wouldn't scrap them, but then, look, they've change super Uh, within a year of making a cast iron pre-election commitment that they wouldn't put extra taxes on superannuation they're walking away from that promise uh, for
1: so it's possible ah that's an interesting (laughs) point you make so how have they changed super though well it's a very small change it affects what half a percent of people (laughs) half a percent, 80,000 people. With three million in their super or more. That's right. And the way they've dealt with their breaking of an election promise is to make it happen after the next election. This one's a bit different, I think. Firstly, it would affect a lot more people, that matters. Secondly, I think the promise on this was super repeated. Uh, Thirdly, it comes in before the next election. So they would have to break a monumental promise to change it in this term of parliament. One thing I'm quite certain of, and i'm I'm willing to put this on your podcast, even if yeah you, know, you can laugh at me if I'm wrong, but I feel pretty confident you will not see changes to the stage three tax cuts in the budget coming up.
0: Patricia Carvelis is the host of Radio National Breakfast. If you want to hear more about the government's super changes, have a listen to Laura Tingle on taxing the super rich from last Friday, the 3rd of March. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield, Chris Dengate and Sam Dunn, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. To get in touch with the team, email us on ABC News Daily, abc.net.au. I'm Sam Hawley. Thanks for listening.